the All-Ireland Business Foundation, this is Elaine Carl bringing you AIBF Business Talk. AIBF is an independent national body tasked with enterprise development and the promotion of best-in-class businesses as business all-stars. Today, I caught up with Maeve Mullins of Finders International Ireland, a team of expert Irish probate genealogists who identify and locate beneficiaries to estates, property and assets worldwide. Thank you so much for joining me on AIBF Business Talk this afternoon, Maeve. Maeve, I myself love watching programmes such as The Air Hunters and Long Lost Families and all of that. But I'd love to know about what exactly you do with Finders International, because it seems kind of similar. Yes, Elaine, thank thank you very much for inviting me. It's uh, great to be here. And um, I suppose, yes, what we do in Finders International uh, as probate genealogists, our our clients are mostly um, Irish solicitors. Uh, And the work that we do where, where a solicitor has a deceased person who uh, passed away and made a will and there are people named in the will beneficiaries named in the will that the solicitor is not in touch with or they don't live at the address that they um, were originally listed as living at and the solicitor needs us to uh, locate them or um, in cases where the deceased person made no will and it's an intestacy, then in that instance, uh, a full family tree uh, may be required in order to identify all of the entitled uh, beneficiaries to the deceased's estate. God, that's very, very interesting, but also very broad as well, because when I think about you know, Ireland and Irish people, one word that comes to mind is the huge diaspora that has spread all over the globe. And we think of how many Irish, you know, have their roots in not just the UK, I suppose, are one of our closest neighbours, but in the US, in Australia, even the time, you know, years ago when people were sent down to the penal colonies in Van Diemen's Land in Tasmania, mm. like the Irish have are really, truly global. So that kind of, yes. I can imagine is, um, I don't mean a daunting task, but it could bring you anywhere. It it certainly can, and uh, the Irish were known for um, travelling all over the world, and not just the the main places. I suppose the UK was the the first stopping off point and the and the the most popular destination for Irish immigrants, um, and and then a America, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, but also un places that you wouldn't really think of so much like South Africa and Argentina and um, really um, all over the world. Bring you anywhere. Can can bring you anywhere. In Finders, we're we're very lucky in that we have um, a network of uh, agents and researchers with whom we work all over the world uh, in order to make sure that we have located everybody that we know need to locate uh, regardless of where where they went i can just imagine that sense of satisfaction when you finally find that missing piece in a puzzle you know it must it must be an amazing journey and i know look i've got four young children and doing the 
family tree and family history has been part of a project one of them has had recently in primary school. And I personally know (laughs) when you just even go back two and three generations, how difficult that can be. But I can just imagine in case of intestacy where families might have, you know, lost contact with one another and and that how difficult it is. I'd love to hear from you maybe, maybe, you know, some, some, I suppose, unusual case, maybe or a case that jumps out at you. Yes. Well, um, just as you're, you, the, what you're saying there, Elaine, what can happen is if somebody is the last person of their line or the last person alive of their generation, it, it can be that, um, that, their relatives are are just not known. Um, we had one really good um, ex- case, uh, I suppose, that demonstrates a, a worldwide reach. Um, a lady who um, had passed away in a nursing home in Limerick, um, and it was thought that she, it was known that she didn't have any brothers and sisters, and she lived all her life on a farm in in Limerick with her mother and her aunt and her uncle, and neighbours um, a weren't aware of her having any cousins or um, didn't know anything about her father uh, or anything like that. And the solicitor asked us to do um, due diligence and and to look at the family tree. And uh, hey-ho, it it was absolutely not what we were expecting at all, not what he was expecting. Um, It turned out that um, the deceased's um, mother and father had uh, married in uh, Limerick City and he was a widower and had been in the army and it turned out that he actually had um, the deceased had several half siblings and we we don't know if she ever knew about them or not um and possibly possibly not but um the deceased's father he had um got married to his first wife in plymouth he was a, a he was from kilkenny but had got married in plymouth had two children in plymouth um then as a soldier was like stationed to india had a third child in India, uh, came back to Ireland, um, had a, a child in Belfast, um, and another child in Wexford, and then two finally in Limerick, and then his first wife passed away. And uh, from speaking to this, so all of the all of the half siblings of that lady had um, had had also passed away, but two of them had married and two of them had a uh, children, and those children lived in um, live in Australia and New Zealand today, and they actually were the beneficiaries of wow. the deceased ladies. My God, that was, that was some yeah. puzzle. And, and I suppose mm. at, on one side, there's a, I suppose a bit of a sadness that somebody was so lonely and lived on the road and maybe thought that nobody else, even even to send a postcard or write a letter, you know, when they were in the nursing home, as yeah. you said, and to think that family all over the world. But it must be extremely satisfying on your side as well, Maeve. And I suppose it just shows the importance of you um, and Finders International having very good contacts on the ground in other jurisdictions. Yes. You know. Yes, absolutely. It's 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 really really important, um, and we we do have a a brilliant network 
of um, researchers worldwide, um, and we 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 use them. Uh, daily and weekly, you know, depending on where they are and how many cases we get in for that that go to that country. Yeah. And just I suppose then, you know, your main customer, your main client is the legal firms that are, you know, tasked with looking after a deceased person's estate. Yes, yes. So our we um so we also do work with uh, Irish councils on uh, on vacant properties. Um, we assist um hospitals. Um, also a, if they have um a deceased person with no next of kin. Um, and we a we do a lot of work. Uh, I I suppose through our um UK offices where. Um, deceased person has passed away in the UK and a solicitor in the UK or a council are looking to um, a, have next of kin found for them as well. So um, we, we, we get we get lots. We, we also have international cases as well coming through um, and those are really interesting. It's great to be contacting Irish people um, a, and letting them know that they are beneficiaries in uh, an estate from the US or... or wow, so or, it can work in yeah. reverse as well. So it can work it, in reverse if somebody comes to you saying that they have somebody that's deceased, it could be in Washington, Chicago, you know, wherever that is. Exactly. And they're looking for their long lost relatives here in Ireland. Exactly, exactly. So bringing that good and news is definitely like, I won't say like Santa Claus coming, but in a, in, in a, different, in a different light. It, it it certainly is. It uh, I suppose some people see it as a Santa Claus phone call um, or a letter that they receive. Mm. Um, but uh, it's it's actually interesting that most people are very interested in their family. They're interested in the person who passed away. Um, you know, and uh, about them and their life and um, uh, where they lived and. Um, you know, yes, it it mm. it it's nice to receive um, an inheritance that you weren't expecting, um, but for most people, they are really, really, um, truly very keen to know about their extended family and delighted to know a bit more about it. Yeah, and that's great because you know what? In those kind of scenarios, it could very well open up you know, other other lines of the family that they might have been aware of and now that curiosity yes. has been has been spurred in it, you know. And I think one thing yeah. that's very interesting as well is, you know, when we drive around streets uh, and cities and that we see some vacant sites and I know that there's a big, I suppose, emphasis on housing and derelict sites and bringing them back into use. So that's a very, that's another very interesting aspect, Maeve, of the work that you do. Absolutely, absolutely. So nine out of 10 times, um, the local council will know who the owner of the vacant property is and they will be able to get in touch with that person. Um, but I suppose where, where we come in on those cases is where it's not clear who the who the owner of the property is or the person who lived there may have passed away and they didn't have anybody belonging to them still in in the town or in mm -hmm. Ireland and the um the 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 actual 
owners of that property now uh, the person's the person's probate might not have been sorted out at all or administered um and the the actual owners of that vacant property might live in the uk or mm. they might live in america so um we uh love i i suppose those cases are an absolute win-win uh, in that not only are we locating somebody who is going to inherit some um a money that they didn't realize they was due to them and also then it's a total success for the council if um that house can be sold and renovated or cpo'd or um something something done with it to get it back into housing supply and now it's a home for another family you know so i have to say that one of my favorite books as a child and one of the favorite ones on my children's shelf at the minute is a book called where is wally is trying to find out where and i can imagine every day in the workplace is a day like that that for yourselves you know at finders what would you say are maybe the top two to three traits or characteristics that you need to have at finders to, you know, successfully navigate this task. Yes, so exactly your reference to where's Wally there, Elaine, (laughs) is that when we are searching for um, Wally, we have to make sure that it is the correct Wally. So, um, you know, we're we're looking for Elaine Carroll and Mm. and this is, you know, this is her parents' names and her her grandparents' names, um, and not another mm-hmm. Elaine Carroll. So we have to be very careful about that. And in in terms of a trait, it really is um, attention to detail, um, leaving no stone unturned. Um, it's about it's about um, being tenacious in the pursuit of making sure that you actually. Uh, dot all the I's and cross all the T's because um, our research is going to be relied upon Mm. um, in order to distribute sometimes quite large amounts of money. So um, it has to be correct. It has to be right. There's there's no room for error in that side of things. So Maeve, I'd say you're probably one of the most interesting roles and jobs at Finders International that I've come across you know, I think every day is probably an exciting day, a challenging day, trying to solve a mystery in the puzzle. But I can only imagine the joy and jubilation when that final piece of a puzzle is found for all parties. You know, as, as I said, it's a win-win for all in for all involved. So it's no wonder that you're Absolutely. two in a row business all-star for two consecutive years. And you've also been named as International Probate Genealogist of the Year for 2023. What does this mean We're to delighted. yourselves, Maeve, to be part of the IBA? Um, we're we're delighted to be part of the AIBF um, family. Uh, we have been made so very welcome. Um, it's a in it, it's just really really helpful to be um, part of as as you call the tribe, <laughs> a tribe of of a business people, and it's um, there's great positivity great energy um, and uh, great ideas, you know, that um, and and uh, the the online sessions and the in-person sessions, like you, uh, you never come away from it saying, oh, well, I shouldn't have bothered looking at that. There's always something that sparks an idea that, oh, well, now we need to 
there is an idea we should look at. You know? <laughs> exactly, I agree with you. Maybe it's been an absolute pleasure learning a little bit more about Finders International and all of, also about, you know, your role personally as well, Maeve. Um, and we look forward to continuing to serve you at the Ireland Business Foundation. Thank you so much, Maeve. Brilliant. Thanks very much, Elaine. Thank you for listening to AIBF Business Talk today. I really do hope you enjoyed listening in. To find out more about the All-Ireland Business Foundation and the work that we do, especially the Business All-Stars programme, just go to www.aibf.ie. Remember, never put off until tomorrow what you can do today. Until next time, from your host, Elaine Carroll. Goodbye.